Oh. Hey, should we make an executive decision before we do this? Oh. What? What's well, that? No, no, this is really important because on the other ones, we said it's a specific day. Yeah. Right? So the first one we did was the 10th. The next one was the 17th. So by rights, this one will be the 24th. Nah. But that's Christmas that's Eve. Christmas Eve. Which means the following Saturday is the 31st. You can't really do can't that. Can't do it on New, New Year's Yeah, let's Eve. do it in, in early New Year's. 7th. 7th. Okay. So that's... This- that's- Serbian Christmas. So that so that means we're going <laughs> to... What a perfect day perfect for free day. beer. Serbian Christmas, free beer. So that means this show will make this show come out in the first week of January. Yes. Right. All right. Okay. So on the 7th, happy Saturday New Year. the 7th. <laughs> so Saturday the 7th. Yeah, happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's New Year. Happy Yay. New Year. Yeah, yeah, so on Saturday yeah. the 7th of January, even though we're recording this in fucking 2nd, 3rd of December. Uh, <laughs> the magic word. Go to Bunbury, mash... Bunbury, yep. beautiful brewery on the water. They yeah, do great yeah, food. Yeah. Order a meal and you give them the code word. And the code word is? What is it? Agostini. 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 Oh, bravo. So you, so you say Agostini to the to the staff and they'll hook you up with a free beer That's right. and a discount on your meal. That's right. How good's that? That's fantastic. And we're drink, we've been drinking their beer all day. <laughs> yes. It's, <laughs> it's very good. Well, it's oh, three o'clock. We started drinking. We had breakfast beers at 10. That's five hours. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's and now right. that's the perfect intro. Yes. Perfect intro for our next for my, guest. My, our next guest, who is my favourite. Yes. Of all the racing monkeys in the world, <laughs> this is this is my favourite. I love this one. I saw him at Phillip Island. I run after him. I say, "I love you." He said, "Fuck off, idiot!" Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm racing today. Right? We would love to welcome the future Moto Three champion of the world. Joel Kelso. Yeah, John. G'day, boys. How are you, mate? How you going, mate? Where Where are you? You're sitting in your in your mum's kitchen in Darwin. Yeah, pretty much, mate. Just uh, back at home in Darwin. Yeah, enjoying the hot weather, I guess. Yeah, beautiful, mate. You had a, you had a fabulous year this year. I mean, not fabulous, but it was you know your introduction at at the the top level. You know, so how 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 did that go for you? How did you feel? I mean, I'm sure you felt you could have done better, and there was a bit of bad luck there. You know, fucking errant motorcycle striking you for no reason, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bullshit like that. But what are your impressions? You know, how do you you've come back off the world stage for for a couple of weeks before it kicks off again? Tell me tell me how you're feeling. Yeah, well, honestly, yeah, it's been one of them years that's been unlucky at the same time, as not like you said. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a good year and we did good results when we needed to. But at the same time, when we, um, yeah, getting unlucky and missed like a couple of rounds this year hasn't been easy for us, especially with the injuries. And, yeah, like yeah, then the rest of the year you're nursing an injury, which is never easy. But, um, yeah, we got through it in the end, bros. I mean, finally that's... All we had to do get through a first year, do solid results enough to get a good ride for the second year, and and have a real good hot crack at it the ne- next year. So, um, yeah, no, I mean we did enough, and I'm happy that we we've got an opportunity to have a go again next one. There, there, there were there were rounds there. That I was watching you, and I thought he's on an underpowered bike on on you know a second almost a second tier team, motherfucker, like sixth and fuck you're fourth there at one stage, I believe, weren't you at Phillip Island? Yeah, Philip Bond, we managed to go up there. So, but that's yeah, an no, astonishing achievement. Philip Bond, we on for a podium at one stage. Yeah, so, astonishing uh, achievement. Just... Yeah, what were you thinking when you think, Jesus, fuck, I'm fourth at Philip Island? <laughs> the fuck, right? Yes. You, that, you must have chubbied up on that. Yeah, mate. I thought, <laughs> gee, we're on for a podium here. 
<laughs> and then by I'm, I think I can't remember who it was. I think it was Stefan and Nepa just tapped us a bit, and then we lost that group. And then we were in that group for I think sixth position or fifth position. So it was still a good result then. But yeah, really, I thought it we were on for a podium, which would have been sick in front of the home crowd. So this was like your apprenticeship year uh, with the Green Power Mob, and and that the year before you did a couple of wild cards for them, and this year you know you did your results were were very good for for that team, but this it's one thing is interesting is you what what's the biggest thing you learned this year? What was the one thing that you really learned this year, being in the first year, full year? Well, I think the biggest thing was. Every single time you enter that track, you need to be on the limit, even if it's on the outlap. I mean, yep. you, there's no muck assing around. you got a 45-minute session and you you balls to the wall pretty much every single lap, you know. No matter if you got a 20-lap tire on or whatever you got, you just got to go for it. So that was the biggest eye-opener for us because normally from Fim Seb, you, you know, you have three days to muck around before you get down to the, the business end of the show. So, um. Yeah, I mean, MotoGP is not a level. You've got to go out and, and smash it from the first from the first outing, really. Speaking of the business end of the show, it the business end of the show, it, this, it is a business, isn't it? I mean, this is what a lot of people don't understand. It's a business, and you've got to look after your sponsors. You've got to get the sponsors. You're running all this stuff yourself, and it's 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 it's. There's not just you just show up on the weekend and night. Apart from all the heavy training that you do, Joel Kelso is a business. Yeah, no, hundred percent, mate. I mean, finally, we got to make a living. So it's one of them things where I've been really lucky to have really nice sponsors, and and they've been following me for the last three, four years now, which has been amazing. And then to really finally give back to them this year because this is the first year that you can really show and publicize the sponsors that you have, you know, because in junior world championship, you, you get the opportunity, but it's never massive for the sponsors. And then this year you can actually, yeah, like we'll even have the chance to, to do everything, to show them, to bring them to races, to show them their experience of what we are doing there. And yeah, like you said, it's a business in them. we got to, we got to live, <clears throat> Finally, um, yeah, like the sponsors are what keep us running. So, give come on, give them a shout out. Who's sponsoring you at the moment? Yeah, well, I have to give a massive shout out to everyone. I mean, I can't name the list all here because <laughs> there's, yeah, many of there's them. a massive list of people that it helped, even if they're not massive sponsors, but just even to the people out there that just help and throw in whatever they can. You know, we got a few call ups this year that want to help me out. So, it's been massive to everyone, you know. So, I don't want to miss anyone out. So, I don't want to say everyone, but I honestly want to thank everyone for this year, and they've been yeah massive support and the reason why we've done the results. Well done. Listen, I we we joke a lot about um you know Moto GP Moto three being the most ruthless class, and what's interesting is that you said that you learnt that you have to do balls to the wall every race, every session, the whole lot. I don't think people quite understand how how brutal and ruthless Moto three. Yeah, Moto GP is Moto GP. But this is the class that so many people watch for the sheer brilliance of the racing, the sheer ruthlessness of the racing. And was that a huge eye-opener for you? I mean, there are some, you know, I mean, you're quick, but there are some, everyone's fucking quick. The top, you know, 15 riders are fucking murderers out there. How hard is it in that? Well, honestly, the it's difficult to say because in FIMSEB you have the same sort of, um, 
complex of of riders and the aggressiveness you know i think the biggest thing is that when you're in the moto gp paddock first of all there's not like a lot of time to get up to speed and that that's been the biggest thing so come around sunday and i'm feeling 50 percent ready you know and normally i come into the races 100 ready and you're ready to go for it and go for the podium but with that one less day because in the junior world change you get that one extra day of riding and it really helps, and that's probably the biggest thing for a rookie. And what well, props to some of the rookies this year—they managed to just, yeah, smack it out of the bag, which wasn't, which was good to see. And it shows me that we need to step up our game, and, and no excuses, and go do it. So, um, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing—the one less day, and you got to go out there and smash it from the first day. I don't think, finally, for me, I don't reckon the level of riders are so much different because you're seeing rookies that even I beat last year up the front winning races this year in the, in the MotoGP, so they in the Moto3 class. So, um, yeah, it's not the level of ride. I think it's just getting up to that speed. Brand new tracks because it's, what, 20 races or whatever there is. So every track you got to be at speed, no matter what weekend, what the weather conditions are, you just got to go for it. Let's talk about some of the com- people you competed against this year. The first one is somebody that you admitted that you don't like, and Mr. Munoz, Ruthless Munoz. Tell me about him. Yeah, well, I mean, props to him. He's doing well. But, um, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> <laughs> you can only um, do your way through the field enough times and, you know, get enough enemies. I think half the field already ate him. So <laughs> what can you say? The time will come when, yeah, is it what, it's not going to be hard to just push his way through anymore. Is it one of those things where you, where you boys will start to gang up on him a little bit? If, <laughs> you know, if everybody hates him at the same time and he starts to get pushy, will you guys just sort of gang up on him and go, yeah, fuck you, we're going to leg check you into a fence somewhere? 100%, 100%. There's always, when there is one rider that's always doing stupid things, eventually we start pushing back, you know, because there's a certain limit of some riders will just crack the shits and then, yeah, end up taking you out and then, that's when it really starts going downhill because then you start getting more desperate, more aggressive, and then more riders start ganging up on you. So, yeah, it can only last so long what he's been doing. And, um, no, but Prop Stone's doing the results this year. So, ah, good on him. I give it, it um, till round five. I reckon it'll be round five by the time <laughs> Joel give him five yes. across the eyes. There's, 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 <laughs> yeah, there's, exactly there's right. every chance he'll be starting from the back of the grid with penalties a lot, a lot this yeah, year. A lot. He'll be knowing where the long lap penalty thing is on every track. <laughs> Very, very well. Yeah, yeah. They'll be giving him a map when he yeah, shows up. Yeah. Oh, by the way, here it is, you know. It, it, um, but look, and, and saying that, it's true. Uh, you've got to, the, the speed and the aggressiveness that you ride, you still have to have trust and respect for the other riders because this is very fucking dangerous what you're doing out there. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've never been able to wrap my head around it. Like, I've always been a clean rider and um, I just don't understand how people can't just go fast and make a clean pass, you know without being stupidly aggressive. And, um, yeah, I mean, finally there is half the field that's quite a clean rider and gets away with um, clean passes and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, the Moto3 grid, like you said, is just crazy sometimes. So, yeah, it's one of them fields that, honestly, to win a title or to be fighting for a podium, as you've seen this year, when I was even on for a good result, we get hit or or we get taken out. So it's one of them classes that you got to be also lucky. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, finally, if you can get through the year with some good luck and you don't get taken out and you have the speed, you're, you're going to get the results. Is it time to get the elbows out a bit, Joe? I think, honestly, for me, I've changed the mindset a bit and just said, all right, 
we've got to pick up our game and go half a second faster than other people and then we won't get hit. So <laughs> I guess if you're not, to, if you're not but, to the back of the group, like you're going you're gonna to win the race and not get taken out, the same as what Ethan Guevara did. So, yet. yeah, I, 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 after them, I guess. I think what all you all, all, all us old motherfuckers are missing out here, right, this is a very valid point. These guys like... 18 years old, right? Yeah. When I was 18 years old, I was fucking vomiting in gutters and fighting in alleyways and, and you know, like, the, the chance of discipline... Yeah, so Joel. No, Joel's not doing that, right? Well, Joel well. may have been doing that last year, but he's not doing it fucking this year or next year, right? But the, the whole point is you're talking about really young guys who are fucking fired up as fuck yes. and it doesn't help that he's a ranger as well, so he's more fired up than the rest. I mean, <laughs> you only have to look at fucking... What that, those mad that fucking mad red cunt in fucking ASBK, fucking Allerton, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, you know, yeah. He's, he's a monster, yeah. right? Because he's got you know, yeah. oh, and most of don't get me wrong, Joel. I, most of my friends are fucking redheads. I love yeah. them. They're the they're, they're warrior. It's a warrior class, right? Yes, it is a warrior. It's a warrior class, class yes. right? I mean, the Serbs had to kill all their raggers because they would have overtaken <laughs> taken the whole fucking country over, right? So you know, we got fucking. To, to discipline eighteen year olds, just trying to see how he's going to get out of this. Like, <laughs> I was just wondering how that came up. <laughs> I've had four hundred beers. Yeah. Fuck off, oh, Joel. Like, you're still there. Yeah, Joel's still there. <laughs> so I think, look, age is a fucking huge thing. Trying to get discipline out of eighteen year olds, is, is, and the fact that they do it, that they're, they're disciplined enough to race, is astonishing to me. Yes. Yes. You know? Dull City doesn't know what to say. No, he's no, nothing no. to say. That wasn't a question. It was I'll, a fucking I'll just, comment. I'll just ask him another question. Hey, Joel, <laughs> I, I, I heard a rumour, and you, feel free to confirm or deny this or tell us. Or to ignore, just, or ignore or it. Or just tell us to move on. I, I heard a rumour that you got Pedro Acosta his first route. Is that true? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> when he got his world title, he got that. But, uh, definitely, yeah. Uh, well, we've had some fun at the after phase, all I can say is that. <laughs> so you you and Pedro kind of buddies? You get on well? Yeah, well, um, yeah. Well, we only really ever catch up at the after party, but yeah, around then. And um, well, I think everyone's mates at the after parties, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> who's, yeah. The, who's your best friend in the paddock? Who do you like it the most? In the- oh, who could it be? Probably... Uh, Ricardo Rossi is a good bloke. He's, and, a, uh, he's a lovely bloke. Ethan Guevara, Danny, Hogado, you know, they're all, all good good lads and, um, yeah, they like to have a good time. So outside of racing, we catch up sometimes and, um, yeah, have a good holiday. Hey, I guess. hey you know how Bori has got a bit of a hard-on for Jaume Massia? He thinks he's a... <laughs> Sorry, he's a very good-looking young boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a boy. He's, yeah. yeah, it's very, very pretty boy. He's pretty. <laughs> we, Dude, up close, is he? With is Matthew, he that pretty? Oh, we used to be friends actually, but um, I don't know. He upset me a few times this year, so we weren't really on good terms. But um, I think we uh kind of sh- like I was a bit upset what he did at Phillip Island, and then um, yeah, when we got to to Valencia, we um at the after party there kind of sorted things out. So it was what, you pun- did you punch him? <laughs> No, 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 he just gave him a good hug. I, I did, you know, he's a pretty boy. He's pretty. But I, I did notice that you were pretty, pretty, you know, friendly with Ricardo Rossi. He's a lovely, lovely bloke. I remember talking to both of you when he was telling me about his grandfather raising wolves. Remember when they were getting you blokes to pat fucking koalas and shit oh, on yeah. <laughs> yeah, Phillip Island? <laughs> Why would they bring the Australians here to fucking pat koalas? Who gives a shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Fucking vermin. So this this year this year this is a great opportunity for Joel Kelso. What what do you do different this year? You've got a brand new team, a 
fucking great team. Yeah, it's a great I think team. It's a great, great team. team. Um, which didn't perform to their potential uh, in 2022. Mm. But I think that was down to the riders, not the team. And what is going to happen this year? Tell, but, tell me. Tell, Lu- tell Thomas Luthi's in your corner. Yeah, no, 100%. Like I said, I think it's a really top team. And um, well, the decision every day that we sign with them has been getting better and better. I mean, just the communication, the things that they're organising, they're just not scungy with the money. They, they're they good with it. So um, it's good, you know, and uh, to show that they've really got the support behind us. They want to help me with training and stuff like that. So... No, we're just uh, trying to line everything up, man. I think that's what you got to do to to win races and to fight for that championship. So we're lining up all the sponsors and uh, all the team's hard work. And, yeah, we're, we're planning to head back on, what, the 15th of December back to Europe. So long trip back and then we're going to get stuck into it. We're buying all new training bikes. We're going, we're going full gas into next year, mate. I mean, what can I say? We're, we're chucking everything at it. There's no pennies going left in the in the pocket at the end of the season because we really want to go for that championship and... Um, yeah, I think that's where it's going to take. So we're put lining everything up to actually have a really strong season. And yeah, like I said, I want to be out there trying to at least go for that championship or be in that top five at the end of the year. So when Tom Lutie won his, uh, you know, uh, one to five world championship, I worked it out. You were two years old when Tom Lutie did this. Tom Lutie, who's now the, your team principal, he won, he had 300 Grand Prix starts. 300. This is a man who knows what he's talking about. So it's it's wonderful to have that experience and this person behind you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he seems like such a knowledgeable bloke. I even had a little chat when we were flying to Italy for the expo with the, with the new team, which was awesome. Just to have a nice dinner with all the people. I think there was like about 200 of them even flew out from China. So um, it was awesome just to see the, the support they got. And then with Thomas Lutley running the show, he's, yeah, he's got the resources and then he's obviously got the mind power to do it. So, um, yeah, I believe it can be a good project next year, mate, with me and Chavi. I think we can both work together and, yeah, really get the best out of the team. Mate, listen, um, know, know this for next year that all of Australia is 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 behind you. You know, you you, you really are a hugely likeable racer. You, you, you're forthcoming with us. You know, thank you so much for, for, you know, spending your time with us on a Saturday. Um, mate, we wish you the absolute very best of success next year. Um, it's not matter what you deserve but what you earn, as you know. But, mate, if anyone deserves a crack at this, you do. And, and honestly, from the bottom of my heart and from everyone here and from everyone in Australia, fucking knock them dead. <laughs> fucking smash Cheers, them. Mate. Cheers, go, yeah. Go I mean, I, I didn't realise how much I had behind me, you know, the whole of Australia. I mean, the OzGP really showed. I think it was um really eye-opening experience yeah. just the whole weekend. And then we got to the grid and I think they asked us, oh, you know, what's the plan for the race? And we said we were just going to send it. And you, you could listen to the whole crowd from the from all the track. You know, I got videos from my sister, like videoing yep. them, like me on the big screen. And as soon as I said that, the whole crowd standed up around Lukey High yeah. and everywhere. So how it was am- awesome to see, mate. And just all the support is incredible. How amazing! And rest assured, that's not going to flag. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. But mate, you know we're behind you. Go your fucking hardest. Smash them. Legend boys, I really appreciate it. Eh? And uh, yeah, take it easy on them beers, eh? <laughs> Shut up, you're not the boss of me. That's all the end of my life. I reckon I'm going to have to open a few beers later on with his sister and the, yeah, the, mate. the sister's boyfriend, mate, and fix their car. I think they called me around to lift the back of their car up and, yeah, 
help him out a bit. So <laughs> not, a, not a very busy Sunday, Saturday for me. Good on you, mate. Well, listen, you just have a great trip back to Europe. We come and see you during the year. Uh, we talk during the year. We love you. Good luck, my brother. See you, Joe. Cheers, mate. See you, guys. Thanks heaps. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed the show. That's uh, the end of that particular summer session. And keep an eye out on our podcast. <laughs> Let me do that again. No, don't do it again. Yeah, I want to do it again. No, oh, no, no. You're doing really you're well. Doing no, great. Shit. Get this the fuck what, on with this it. This is why I'm afraid I need to do this shit. I'm fucking hopeless at it. Okay, I'll do it again. You ready? I'll start again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> what are you rooting? Stop rooting things. <laughs> He's rooting the table. Hope you're enjoying our summer sessions. We recorded all of these in like one day. Yeah. Yeah. The drug and then, case of beef. Yeah. <laughs> and then at some point, we'll record something else in early January. <laughs> we'll get together and drink and record. Yeah, yeah let's do a well, – maybe we'll do a Christmas special. But by the time they're hearing this, it's probably already Fuck past them. Christmas. Fuck have Serbian Christmas. Anyway, go to our website. <laughs> go to our website, motopg.co. MotoPG.co and follow the links. Join Patreon, you fucking cheap assholes. <laughs> fucking join up, get the good shit, and go and buy t shirts because otherwise we can't afford Christmas presents for our poor children. I don't have any children. <laughs> I told you it was a bad idea to do this. Yeah, why did you let him do this? I don't know. I think it was great. That was some of stop my best. Stop talking work. now. It was some of stop, my best. Stop work. talking now. I thought it was good. No, stop talking. Bye, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>